Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favourite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the secrets to winter weight loss around menopause. So sit back and relax. And welcome to today's episode. So it's that time of year where winter is fast approaching. It's starting to get colder, it's getting darker, and there's bound to be more treats and drinks around in the run-up to Christmas. And when all of that hits at once, it's very tempting to just say, sod it, I'll start again in January. And... A lot of people, you know, they can get away with that in their 20s and 30s when they can avoid gaining loads of weight over Christmas. Maybe their weight goes up a little bit, but the thing is they can easily lose that weight again in January. They just jump on the latest fad diet or trend, they turn it all around, and before they know it, they're exactly back to where they were previously. But when losing weight around menopause can be so hard anyway, each winter, a lot of the women that we've spoken to, you know, they end up gaining a stone or more But then they try and lose that again in January and they find that they're stepping on the scales, their weight's not changing, they're just not seeing the results. So they're they're left with this additional stone that they just have to deal with. And then if you look at this year after year, you just end up with a lot of women in this position where their waistline is steadily expanding, their clothes are not fitting anymore, and they're limited to wearing just a couple of the baggiest items in their wardrobe because nothing else fits them quite right. They're feeling frumpy, they're feeling like their best years are in the past and we don't really want that for anybody and I'm sure you don't either but the good news is it doesn't have to be that way. So there is a winter weight loss secret that means that you can consistently lose weight every winter and still really enjoy the festive period with plenty of work dues and social events as well and we've helped thousands of women over 40 to do this inside our Fit Over 40 program. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal a closely guarded secret. So not only can you avoid winter weight gain, but you can actually lose one to two stone between now and Christmas, even with a busy and high-paced career. Okay, so we're going to get straight into it. And we've actually got two secrets for you that are going to really, really help you today. So the first one I recommend anyone to do who's listening to this, who is starting to notice menopausal changes or has gone through the menopause or anywhere in between is to work with your changing body and hormones because it's a big shift that happens. And what most people do is to keep trying the same old things and hoping they're gonna work. And they don't really work very well. And there's a lot more challenges around Christmas that are gonna kind of be a double whammy. So you've got those menopause changes and then all the things happening around Christmas. So there's more food, more drink, People tend to be less consistent with exercise, more social events, and it can lead to all that weight gain Ben talked about. So working with your changing body and hormones can be kind of simplified to a couple of things. One, exercise, one nutrition, and then general lifestyle as well. But let's let's look at the nutrition first. So the simplest way to do this is to avoid what we call the WADS foods most of the time. So this is wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar. And these are especially prolific around Christmas and sort of Thanksgiving time. If you're American and you listen to this, like... We have things like Yorkshire puddings, we have things like um, obviously alcohol, so glasses of wine, champagne, Prosecco, you might even be having some like eggnog, there's all these different things. And then mince pies are obviously wheat-based, they're full of sugar, Christmas pudding. It can seem like there's almost no, no hope, but actually 
if you can just avoid having as much of those as normal, we tend to say you're trying to avoid them 80% of the time, it's going to make a massive difference. So the shops are starting to be filled with mince pies now, as crazy as it seems. And if you just start buying mince pies now and start having one or two a week, they are very calorific, as are all of the WODS foods. They're full of things that are not going to help you to lose weight. And also those WODS foods tend to send your hormones haywire around menopause. So if you're already getting hot flushes, if you're already getting joint aches and pains, if you're already quite tired, then overloading the body with what is essentially quite heavily processed food is just going to make it a lot worse. So if you've got any sort of intolerant to wheat or to dairy, which are both very common, or if you spike blood sugar up and down all over the place, you're going to have terrible energy levels, you're going to have worse joint aches and pains, you're going to have worse brain fog, and you're going to be more likely to gain weight. So what we really want to do is limit those foods and avoid eating things that are going to make the menopause symptoms worse or drinking them too much of the time. It's not say never, so we work with clients to find the right balance, but you, those are the foods you want to keep the closest eye on and try and avoid. And if you do that, you're probably going to be able to lose a stone or two between now and Christmas. And the other thing we want to do is to avoid triggering something called the weight gain triangle, which is a real problem around and menopause. What is, the, what is the weight gain triangle all about? Yeah, so the weight gain triangle is... Basically, the hormonal changes around menopause make the body more sensitive to stress. So that's the kind of thing that most people and most trainers even don't know is this sensitivity stress changes significantly due to changes in estrogen and progesterone. So the same thing that you may have been able to get away with before menopause, you may not be able to get away with, whether this is a stressful form of exercise or a heavily processed food, for example, as well. So if you overstress the body, you'll trigger what's called the weight gain triangle, which is leptin resistance, insulin resistance, and thyroid deregulation, which are three things you really don't want if you're trying to lose weight. So leptin resistance will increase your cravings, especially for comfort foods. You're gonna want more of those mince pies or more of the chocolates off the Christmas tree or more of the canapes that at work do. They're also gonna slow down your metabolism. That's what thyroid deregulation will do. That's the gland in your throat that controls your metabolism. And then insulin resistance can lead to more fat storage, especially around the middle, which is that middle-aged spread most people see. And the thing is, any form of extreme exercise or extreme diet will trigger that weight gain triangle around menopause. You may have been able to get away with it before, as I said, because the body isn't so sensitive to stress. But it, around menopause, you will then end up triggering that and then making it really, really hard to lose weight. So a great example of this is a starvation diet, 800 calories a day, 1200 calories a day. People think that's a sensible thing to do, but actually around menopause, it's really not. It's gonna trigger that weight gain triangle. But also cardio exercise, is also often very high intensity. So hit gym classes, body pump, spinning, running if you're carrying extra weight as well, that could also trigger the weight gain triangle and put the brakes on your progress, especially if your life's already quite stressful in terms of your career, in terms of family life. You're already going to be probably running close to the limit of the stress your body can tolerate around menopause. And then it could just push it over the, the edge and then stop you being able to see progress. And whilst we're on the topic of exercise, that cardio also burns muscle as you get older. It'll make you saggy and flabby and slow down your metabolism. So it's not a great form of exercise to pick to look better, let alone avoid triggering that weight gain triangle. So what I recommend you do to work with your changing body and hormones is to avoid those WODS foods. Initially, I'd cut them out entirely. Ideally, do that a long way before Christmas because then that gives you a bit more time. Uh, and then you can, you can kind of find a good balance with them. 80% of the time, we try and avoid them. Um, so that might be one two social occasions where you do enjoy those things and the rest of the time you you're eating well and for your body and then exercise wise i would recommend doing something called list 
low impact strength training, which is basically does all the opposite of cardio. So it will build lean, firm, toned muscle, which will then accelerate your metabolism. It will lift your bum, it will firm your stomach and tone your arms. Basically accelerating, uh, accelerating, kind of reversing a lot of what people see as aging, but it's often caused by cardio and extreme dieting. And then it will also avoid overstressing the body because it's gentle on the body, it's gentle on the joints. So if you have injuries or you're already quite stressed, it'll then keep your body in this optimum state for losing weight and toning up around menopause. And I literally spoke to a client this morning, Ben, um, who she's lost nine pounds in three and a half weeks of starting the program. So getting close to a stone already. And she just had breast cancer just a couple of years ago. Last year, she'd had her ovaries removed. So she went straight into menopause at age 44 and gained two stone. And she was doing really, really well on Joe Wicks before. So she was doing his program. Um, and she said prior to surgery, that worked really, really well. And then she tried to go back to that after her surgery and after entering menopause, and it did not work at all. It, it was just too intense. Uh, she said there was a lot of cheese as well. So one of those WODS foods, there's too many of those WODS foods and it was too intense. So it's a, it, this may sound complicated, it might sound, seem like a big change. Um, so Ben, maybe explain like, how can people maybe make this easier for themselves in your experience? Well, there's two main things really. The first one would be to start early and the second one would be don't try and do this completely alone. So all those things you mentioned, Rob, they're all really big changes, especially if all done at once. Um, and especially if you're doing it in the thick of the festive period, you know, when all the tr the treats have already come out, the parties, the social events have already started, it can be then difficult to have to make big changes to your nutrition and your exercise with all that going on at the same time. So what can really help to, is to break these changes down into smaller chunks and start now so that by the time things really ramp up, you already understand how to work with your body around menopause and you've already lost a good few pounds. So you've got some positive momentum that you then want to build on going forwards. And I don't know if you've seen this, I'm sure you have with, with clients as well, but there's, there could be weeks where people are doing everything right, but nothing changes. So even if they start early, like they might have lost a few pounds, maybe like the lady I spoke to lost nine pounds in three, three and a bit weeks, then may not, not, not lose anything for a couple of weeks. And these are really common things around menopause. So like, how do you then suggest people deal with that unpredictability of weight loss around menopause? I'd say the, the first thing is really, that that's, it's all just kind of part of losing weight around menopause. Um, and something you've really just got to accept and almost embrace. So there's, there's a lot of hormonal fluctuations which can cause unexpected water retention. It can mask your fat loss or it can mask any change in that number in the scale. So even if you are losing body fat, um, you could see the number on the scale staying the same or even going up. So if you're not used to what to expect, it's very easy to then throw in the towel and undo all of that hard work and effort. So there's a few things that can really help with this. The first one is accountability. So having someone say to you, did you do what you what you said you were going to do? So it's really easy to fail in private, especially in winter when it's cold, it's dark, you know, you're surrounded by temptation. You could just kind of stay in your house, get the treats out, get the snacks out, sit in front of the TV and just kind of, you know, um, stick your head, bury your head in the sand essentially and just kind of um, pretend, it's, pretend it's not happening until you get to January and you suddenly get on the scales and realize it's gone all terribly wrong. However, accountability can make all of the difference with this. So a good analogy of this, if you think about a lot of the women that we work with, at work, they're very, very consistent. They're very good at going into work every day, at doing their work, at hitting deadlines. They're very high achievers in their careers because 
they're accountable to maybe their boss at work, maybe the directors at work. They've got that accountability there. It's kind of built into the fact that you've got a job. So therefore, they're able to stay consistent. So if you've got the same thing with your nutrition, you've got somebody who you're accountable to, who you've got to report to, who's kind of checking whether you actually did the work and did what you said you were going to do, then it's just as easy to stick to these good nutrition choices, good exercise choices, as it is to stick to going into work and succeeding in your career. The second thing that can really help is having expert support. So we've seen it a thousand times before. We, you know, we can reassure you that it's normal. If, if anything happens, any challenges, any struggles over the Christmas period where there tend to be more than usual, if you've got somebody who already understands and they've seen that happen for other people, they've understood the impact of you know going to that Christmas party, having a bit too much alcohol, the weight goes up on the scales temporarily, and they know you know what's the fastest and most effective way to get that back on track, avoid that becoming a more of a long-term issue, um, then you can it's so much easier to succeed when you've got someone who can quickly just make tweaks um, to make sure that you're continuing to see that positive momentum and continuing to succeed no matter what even allowing for that flexibility. And the third thing that can really help is community. So when you're part of a community that are all in the same journey as you, when you realize you're not the only one struggling, it can make things feel much easier. And people who are ahead, they're ahead of you on the same journey. They can offer words of help, words of encouragement, rather than people, you know, colleagues and friends who may just kind of enable bad behaviors or they kind of try and drag you into their own bad behaviors because maybe they're not succeeding with their own fitness goals so they think you know they'll, they'll just kind of drag you down with them and say go on you know have another drink it won't hurt have a bit of this have some chocolate have some christmas cake whatever it is at the office and you know having these things every once in a while having the occasional drink having the occasional treat not really a problem but during the that whole run-up to christmas period where you've got like, you know, advent calendars, work drinks, social events, people bringing cakes and chocolates and cookies and stuff into work constantly. All of that can really, really add up and it can really add up to a lot of weight coming on between now and Christmas. And I think one thing we saw in action, you know, we've seen all of this in action, obviously. Um, clients find accountability UK often make all the difference when they were struggling on their own, having the structured programme, having the expert support, but the community aspect... Um, every year we do different challenges and we did a December challenge that was really successful last year, which was instead of 12 days of Christmas, we did 12 workouts of Christmas and the aim was to do 12 workouts in the month of December, which is usually what our clients aim to do three a week. It's nothing crazy, um, 30 to 40 minutes and able to lose one, two stone, um, every 12 weeks or so. That's kind of the, the, the aim. And most of those clients said previously they would not have done many workouts at all in Christmas. It would have really wound down and then then I kind of got back on it in January. But we had hundreds of clients do over 12 workouts in December and we had loads do almost double that. And it really helped them to stay consistent because they had that community all working together towards that goal of let's not gain a load of weight this Christmas. And we had loads of people even lose weight over Christmas. Uh, and we got a great example of that in a minute as well. So there's kind of two secrets to winter weight loss success. The first one is to work with your changing body and hormones around menopause, if that's your situation. So if you're menopausal, you've really got to work differently with it. You can't do what you used to uh, and expect results. And then the second thing is kind of two or three things really, but start early. So by the time Christmas hits or it gets to sort of end of November, December, you know what you're doing. 
so you're in a good rhythm and you know what to do um so you've already got that momentum so you can then push through december and into january without gaining any weight and losing weight hopefully as well and then get the support you need to succeed during one of the tougher times of the year if you're one of those people that usually gains weight over christmas you know you know that's a challenging time for you and it'll make it so much harder to lose in january if you've got this extra stone to lose that you've gained between now and then which before menopause you could have potentially lost quite easy now maybe six months of hard work so if we can avoid gaining any of that and actually be lighter by then it's it's a breeze come january and by next summer you know you probably hit all of your goals for maintaining them now then i know we have loads of examples of clients succeeding over winter so can you give us a specific example of someone who kind of put this stuff into action and what happened? So I've got a really great testimonial here from Abby, who's 53 years old from the Midlands, and she's a co-director at a research center. So Abby said to her, she said, I signed up initially for three months just before Christmas, having dithered a bit because that seemed like not the best time to start something like this. Two weeks in, uh, I bit the bullet and converted my three-month membership into a 12-month one and I lost weight over the first four weeks, even with Christmas in the middle of it. So far, I've lost 11 kilos or nearly two stone and 16.5 inches. More and more of the clothes I thought I might never wear again fit me. I'm gaining confidence in my ability to have some leeway and still stay on track. I've gone from comfort eating and using alcohol to cope with stress to only drinking occasionally and no longer using food to numb feelings. The coaching is superb. Laura is fantastic and always there for me. I was surprised how quickly I would get answers whenever I asked for help and how helpful she was, helping me find good choices on menus of places I was going to eat and places to eat that offer good choices near where I was staying. I can't recommend Trinity highly enough. Six months in and my progress is steady and more and more noticeable. The cost is not insignificant, but definitely, definitely a worthwhile investment as I do feel that I'm making habits and gaining skills that will keep me feeling fitter and younger in the future. It's the one thing that I do consistently that's just for me. And when there are so many demands on me, to have something that is all about my well-being is really important. Amazing. And where can people go, Ben, if they want to find out more about the plan that Abby followed to lose that two stone even over the Christmas period? So if you want to find out more about the plan Abby followed, along with thousands of other women who lost one to two stone and one to two dress sizes in 12 weeks or less, go to www fit40info.com and you can find all of the details on that page so that just about wraps up for today's episode thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode we will see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.